This is the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels, and boy, what a day it has been. Dr. Fauci is on the outs, and you should just go sifting through literally thousands and thousands of pages of emails that were released from, I think it was uh, January to June of 2020. You wouldn't believe the amount of things that we find in there, and basically... And obviously, we're going to go through some of it. But basically, Fauci was lying about everything since day one. Where it came from, we have people that tried to warn him. And his response was, the email is too long to read. That's all he's right. Dr. Fauci, and I've said this since day one, that Dr. Fauci is a hook-nosed little fraud a four-eyed little bottom-dwelling, lower than uh, lower than snail turds, uh, agent of discord. I, I, I'm beyond words right now, but I'm happy that this is coming out. But before we get into that, some really bizarre things have been happening. Uh, the first thing is that AT and T has basically, today, I don't know if it's still going on. I don't think it is. But AT&T had massive, massive outages all throughout Baltimore and Washington, D.C. At the same time, that's going on. Do you know whose Facebook and Instagram pages were restarted? Why, none other than Donald Trump's Facebook and Instagram pages are now on and you're able to follow them there are also rumors because it has uh his facebook page has a banner where you know it's those things text whatever 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 uh or text vote to and you know five different numbers and if you do that uh people are being notified of a presidential speech that is supposed to happen on june 5th also at the same time today The auditors in Arizona decided to take people from Arizona and from Pennsylvania on a tour of the auditing facilities. They've audited over 1.2 million votes in Phoenix um, or Maricopa County. Uh, So interesting stuff is going on. uh, And uh, we we don't know. We don't know. And it, it could be very interesting. Very interesting. But... Now that that's over with, we just absolutely must discuss none other than Dr. Fauci. If you've listened to my show, you know that I am not a fan of Dr. Fauci. I have never been a fan of Dr. Fauci. I've constantly called him out on his nonsense. I've constantly called him out on the way he gives public appearances. It's always... It's always spoken in gray terms so that Democrat governors can take uh, what he's saying any way they want and impose just outrageous restrictions on people, no matter what they do. Uh, So I've never been a fan of him, and I've been shouted down on my other radio show about, oh, you don't trust the science. No, I trust science. I don't trust peer-reviewed science. Or I would rather trust the math when it comes to things like COVID, supposedly. We have evidence now. First off, Dr. Fauci did not take a page out of Hillary Clinton's email book about having illegal servers above toilet bowls in people's houses because if he did, this Freedom of Information Act request wouldn't have come out. Because, basically, we find out that Dr. Fauci has been lying since day one using government email handles, which means government servers. So, naturally, all of this stuff was allowed to come out. Here, I mean, I don't even know where to start. So much has come out today. I've got screenshots. I've got articles. And it's just a tip of the iceberg. And and to prove just how much of a narcissist Dr. Fauci is... He was not given a press conference, or uh, there were no Trump press conferences for like four days one time. And he's bitching about that to somebody. I haven't been on TV in four days. 
And he, he's complaining about that. So how much of this is sycophanty and narcissism compared to actual doctoring? Well, there's a lot of doctoring or actually being a doctor. So here we go. Let's just dive in. It's going to be a bit scattered because so much of it has come out. It's over, like I said, over 3,000 pages of Fauci emails. And people are scouring these things. We find emails from Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, um, countless other people, people from China, uh, people that the one guy, Drazik, or, or however you say his name, you know, he's he's in there. That guy is somebody that we'll talk about. That guy is somebody to watch. Uh, so we'll just start out. Fauci is asked, and this and, and the big, the two players, for whatever reason, uh, that receives all of these emails, and you can find it, they, they've uploaded them, is Washington Post and BuzzFeed. Now, Washington Post is owned by uh, Jeff Bezos, and basically it's it's a CIA front propaganda paper or, or news organization. That's all it is. So why did they do this? Could it potentially be that we've got some good guys in there, or is there some other motive going on here? Anyway, F uh, Fauci is asked about masks by Obama's Health and Human Services Secretary, Sylvia Burwell. And she emails him, I'm traveling to, and they redact it, folks are suggesting I take a mask for the airport. Is this something I should do? Number two, please see below, do Chinese, do the Chinese have needs for support right now? Would money be better spent on diagnostics or vaccine works? So, Dr. Fauci, father of the mask, godfather of lockdowns, he, remember all throughout 2020 and the beginning of 2021 where, oh, you've got to wear a mask. Maybe you should wear two masks, maybe even three masks. We should really consider all that and just mask up, just mask up. He emails her. And now this is in February of 2020. Masks are really for infected people to prevent them from spreading infection to people who are not infected rather than protecting uninfected people from acquiring infection. The typical mask you buy in the drugstore is not really effective in keeping out virus, which is small enough to pass through the material. It might, however, provide some slight benefit to keep out gross droplets if someone coughs or sneezes on you. I do not recommend that you wear a mask, particularly since you are going to a very low-risk location, an airport. Your instincts are correct. Money is best spent on medical countermeasures such as diagnostics and vaccines. Of course it is, because after we find out that we uh, that Dr. Fauci is having biweekly conversations with Bill Gates, he they're they're coordinating this whole thing every two weeks. So you have to assume that Bill Gates and Dr. Fauci through the NIH are organizing a ton of what's going on right now. And this is not going to be good because if they find out more stuff, and I haven't sifted through it. I'm going to sift through the 3,000 emails uh, quickly. I haven't sifted through it. Now, we also, from YouGov.com and COVIDTracking.com, we find out that Dr. Fauci's original opinion on masks was absolutely 100% correct. And they do a chart that they track all of the data from March 20th, 2020 to March 3rd of 2021. We find out that masks make no difference. None in the daily positive COVID-19 testing results. No difference. So all of the maskers out there that said that I was a lunatic, all the maskers out there that said, oh, why are you... The masks obviously work. Don't you trust the science? And this is mostly for the morons that I do uh, at the station that I do a radio show at. Uh, don't you trust the science? Yeah, I do trust the science. I also trust math. And the science and the math say the same goddamn thing, that masks are fucking useless. And Dr. Fauci knew it the whole time. Knew it the whole time. Disgusting. And... On March 31st, 2020, there was an email from NIH medical officer Andrea Lerner. 
Andrea Lerner, Dr. Fauci. In addition, I found the attached review on masks that addresses use in community settings. Attached are the paper and figure, which summarizes the data from nine very diverse RCTs, overlapping with what I had sent earlier. Bottom line, generally there were no differences in flu rates when masks were used, although when early use and compliance was taken into account, a few times a difference was seen. So what that means in doctor speak is that masks do nothing. On top of that, the only time they did something, it was almost random and a fluke. So when they actually worked, they, don't, they didn't know why. And it didn't work for long. That's what that sentence means. And they knew about it. And they knew about it because that email is from March 31st of 2020. And that doesn't stop these people. Doesn't stop these people. And somebody on Twitter, John Ziegler. Now, I don't know who he is. But he's got a blue check mark, so he must be important. He did make some good points. He said, and, they, and he's referring to these masks and the social distancing and the hand washing and all of the little nuances and, 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 and ridiculous ticks people have developed. He tweeted, people in panic need a security blanket. Asian countries did very well at first. When Trump flipped against lockdowns, they became a signal of virtue and opposition to Trump, the masks. Experts, in quote, needed to pretend they were doing something. That's 100% correct. The masks were symbolic. They were symbolic of anti-Trump resistance. Whether you were in Antifa or Black Lives Matter or you were going to the store or you were a deranged, tyrannical governor that ran Democrat states, and you had to make sure people knew who was the boss. Hello, Governor Newsom. Hello, Andrew Cuomo. And that was all about power, and it was all about making you believe you had none. And all of this stuff was because of Donald Trump and his ineptitude to trust the science. Fauci and the, and, and the government, the federal government, the NIH, they knew masks were useless since day one. And like I said, that was all about control. All about control. Next, and this is, I, I, like I said, I'm bouncing around here because there's so much here. And I, 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 I like, it's, it's just crazy what's going on right now with all the information that's coming out and all the information that people are finding so we'll just jump to the next story here this is from steve watson on summit news dr fauci's emails have been released via freedom of information act uh pretty interesting stuff in these emails this is an email from what i who i told you dr peter dajic i couldn't pronounce his name the first time d-a-s Z-A-K, president of EcoHealth Alliance. Now, where did we hear, hear EcoHealth Alliance before? Oh, that's right. That is the organization that Dr. Fauci was laundering money through to fund COVID research in Wuhan. That's where we heard Eco Alliance from. Oh, now I remember. Gosh. <sighs> it's just infuriating. So... This is the email from Peter. Oh, by the way, Peter Dozik was also part of the World Health Organization investigating where the possible source of the COVID-19 flu came from. Peter Dozik was also a fact checker for Facebook. I mean, how, really? This is what we're supposed to trust. We're supposed to trust dirtbags like Mark Zuckerberg and Peter Dozik and Dr. Fauci. Really. They're all in cahoots. They're all part of a club. They're all trying to manipulate you for some reason. Peter Dozik emails Dr., uh, Dr. Fauci and a couple of other people. I don't know who they are. Tony, 
blah, blah, blah. As part of the, and it's a little bit blurry, as, as the P1 of the RN grant publicly targeted by Fox News reporters. Now, this is on April 18th of 2020. At the presidential press briefing last night, I just wanted to say a personal thank you on behalf of our staff and collaborators for publicly standing up and stating that the scientific evidence supports a natural origin for COVID-19 from a bat-to-human spillover, not a lab release from Wuhan Institute of Virology. Peter was eyeball-deep in dealings with the Wuhan Institute of Virology. From my perspective, Peter continues, your comments are brave, and coming from your trusted voice will help dispel the myths being spun around the virus's origins. Once the panic is over, I look forward to thanking you in person and let you know how important your comments to all of us were. And do you know Dr. Fauci's response? Many thanks for your kind note. Of course he knows about it. You can go back to December of 2019 where Dozik is having an interview, and he says coronaviruses are pretty good. You can manipulate them in the lab pretty easily. Gosh! The spiked proteins drive a lot about what happens. You can go get the sequence uh, built via the protein. We work with Ralph Barrick at UNC to do this. Insert into the backbone of another virus, and you do some work in a lab. What that word salad means is that they are performing what they call gain-of-function research. Now, there's gain-of-function, and I think there's loss-of-function. What that basically means is gain-of-function is when you enhance the characteristics of proteins in whatever it is, particularly viruses. So what they're doing is, is that they've enhanced the abilities of the spike proteins in coronaviruses. That's why it's called gain of function. The function of the protein is gaining extra uh, characteristics or enhancing the existing characteristics. Not that hard. It sounds, oh, very, very mythical, but it's not. So another email came out, Christian G. Anderson. Hi, Tony. Thanks for sharing. I don't know, whatever he shared. Yes, I saw this earlier today. Um, and the subject line, by the way, mining coronavirus genomes for clues to the outbreak's origins. Both Eddie and I and myself are actually quoted in it. It's a great article. But the problem is, is that our phylogenetic analyses aren't able to answer whether the sequences are unusual at individual residues, except if they are completely off. Blah, blah, blah. The unusual features of the virus make up a really small part of the genome, so one has to look really closely at all of the sequences to see that some of the features look engineered. They knew it was engineered. And they're basically saying what Christian basically said was the only way that they are going to find out that this thing was engineered was if they really, really take a close look at it. Now, we all remember what the CDC released in July of 2020 when they said they had no samples of what COVID-19 looks like. They don't even know it exists because they cannot isolate any samples of it. But now we're being told that it is that it does exist. So there's a lot going on here. There is a lot of confusion. There is a lot of misinformation and disinformation coming out from all of this. More emails came out. Now, this is a, a story I brought up a long, long time ago because it was memory hold. This came out in January of 2020. The World Health Organization insisted that COVID-19 wasn't transmissible. And there was a study done from um, India. The study said, basically, COVID-19 looks closer to HIV, looks like HIV more than the flu. The study says, uncanny similarities of unique inserts into 2019 uh, coronavirus spike protein to HIV-1 and gag, whatever it is. Basically, it's just what I told you it was. 
the the testing did. We performed a multiple sequence alignment of the spike glycoprotein amino acid sequences of all available coronaviruses and found that these inserts are present in the Wuhan blah 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 of the bat host. Surprisingly, each of these four inserts aligned with short segments of HIV proteins. Basically, what they're saying is is that of all of these Wuhan COVID-19 viruses, they exhibit spike proteins that have a remarkable similarity to HIV, which is not possible unless you've got manipulation involved. Zero Hedge came out there and reported the whole thing. By reporting that, Zero Hedge got scrubbed from all sorts of social media outlets. And it was disgusting. All of these media outlets, all of these social, Facebook, Instagram, especially Twitter, that destroyed people's lives, destroyed their lives, destroyed their livelihoods, because they were all singing from the same song sheet. They had to get on message. They wanted to make sure that you were only hearing one message, and that is something awful is out there. Wear your mask, social distance, get the vaccine. And if you don't get the vaccine, oh, you're in big trouble. But if you do, you get free beer on July 4th. Why, thank you, Joe Biden. What an exchange. I get an inoculation that manipulates my RNA, causes me to shed, causes all sorts of horrible blood clotting, but I get a beer out of the deal. Wow-wee. Ugh. 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 The next question is, is why is Trump promoting those things? That's the big question. What, uh, who's pulling those strings? That's what I want to know. Uh, anyway, uh, continuing on, Ahmed Sam emailed Barney Graham. I'm a science journalist from the whatever, blah, blah, blah. And... Graham forwarded the basically the report on this whole thing to a couple of people within Dr. Fauci's circle. And he forwards this correspondence, he, the, the report that I just referenced where it says coronavirus relates more or has more in common with HIV than flu. Uh, this is one we do we don't want to answer, referring to that report, without high-level input, because he emailed this to the Office of Communications and Government Relations, basically the prop the official propaganda arm of the federal government. This is one we don't want to answer without high-level input, but wanted you to know about the rising controversy. Two days later, the group responds. We consulted with HHS. And ASF, more alphabet stuff, going to send a note to the reporter to decline, noting that the paper is not peer-reviewed. Please let us know if you have received similar requests. What they mean by peer-reviewed is they're going to give the report to other doctors, other scientists that are able to toe the line and use the initials and use their credentials to whitewash the whole thing and quote-unquote debunk it. And then they will say, oh gosh, it's peer-reviewed. Well, your peers are all aligned to you. They have a financial interest to make sure that they get the result that you want because they know they'll get their payday at the end of all of this. So when you see peer-reviewed, look at that phrase with an extremely jaundiced eye. Look at who the peers were made up of. And then once you figure that out, then all of a sudden you see, oh, peer-reviewed. You'll know that peer-reviewed means nothing. You know that peer-reviewed is only a rubber stamp to further the agenda of whatever it is they're trying to review. It means nothing. And all the people out there, when you bring up information and they say, oh, well, that wasn't peer-reviewed. That's not peer-reviewed. All you have, it's the same thing in the media. They do the same thing. One media source, quote-unquote, throws a dumb story out there, and the other media outlets, they all glom onto it, and they all cite that source, and they all say they're doing reporting when all they're doing is bouncing back the same report and not validating any of the claims. It's an echo chamber. That's what they do. It's a propaganda technique. They do that all the time. They do it the same way with peer reviews. 
Anyway, continuing on, uh, Dr. Fauci's comment was the Indian paper is really outlandish and agree about John Cohen's nice summary. Anyway, they even, uh, a big to-do was that uh, they emailed a Zero Hedge article to Dr. Fauci, and within days of that article, and it was about the, it was about the Indian article, so Zero Hedge had a story about the Indian article. Zero Hedge's link was sent to Dr. Fauci within two days, within two days of that Zero Hedge article being sent to Dr. Fauci. That's when Zero Hedge was scrubbed from social media. Gee, I wonder how that happened. The social media outlets came out and said some stupid, inane reason for removing Zero Hedge from all of their platforms. But in reality, what it really was is Dr. Fauci and his little Democrat friends throughout the NIH and the government and all the propaganda outlets within the federal government, they got a hold of this thing, and they basically, what they did was, they basically got all of the opposition scrubbed from social media because they weren't allowed or they weren't allowing other people to give any sort of analysis on anything that was contrary to what they were trying to push on the rest of the United States. In April of last year, I brought this guy up too. I didn't I didn't exactly remember his name properly. April last year, Dr. Luc Montagnier or, or Montaigne, sorry, Montaigne. He won the Nobel Prize for Medicine in 2008 for discovering HIV as the cause of the AIDS epidemic, 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 and claimed that SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19, is a manipulated virus that was accidentally released from a laboratory in Wuhan. Then, all of a sudden, he is deplatformed everywhere. The winner of a Nobel Prize is deplatformed from everywhere everywhere because it doesn't go along with the narrative they were in full propaganda mode with all of this with all of this from day one from day one and people need they need to see things like this they need to understand the amount of coordination that went on to make something like this, to make COVID-19, to make 2020 a reality. This just doesn't happen. You don't have countless media organizations all parroting the same information. You don't have countless government agencies and politicians and, and, and heads of non-governmental organizations like Bill Gates all saying the same thing without some level of coordination behind the scenes. It's unheard of. Except it's not. Except it's not. And we're living in it now. And this is just explosive stuff. I mean, it continues on and on. Peter Dazuk. This jerk-off. Oh, by the way, Dr. Fauci was supposed to come out with a book. That's been scrubbed. They've taken that thing down. That thing has been canceled faster than anything else. Amazon and Barnes & Noble no longer have the book up. Uh, it was supposed to be called Expect the Unexpected. Well, I seriously doubt Dr. Fauci expected all of this to drop. There's a brilliant person, Dr. Benjamin Braddock, on Twitter. He went through a ton of these emails, and he came up with some brilliant, brilliant things. Uh, he brings up the one thing about uh, the Sylvia Mask thing that we spoke of. He brings up, uh, what else does he bring up? Let's see if we got the Oh, boy, look at all this material. Uh, here we go. Dr. Fauci, let's see. Dr. Fauci gives instructions for who to work with to make a movie about his life. Can you believe this? This little sycophant, this little narcissist, Dr. Fauci. Ugh. Ugh. 
They want to give him a movie. New York Times reporter sends rude email asking why The Atlantic got an interview but not The Times. Fauci spends considerable time giving the reporter a tongue bath. Oh, big deal. Hi there. This is typical, typical New York City smugness. Oh, God, I don't know if anybody of you out there has ever dealt with somebody from New York City. They are disgust. You feel like you need a shower when you're done talking to them. Why were we told we could not do an interview when, after our request, Dr. Fauci did one with The Atlantic? You referred us to Dr. Fauci, but he isn't talking either. This doesn't seem fair. Can we really speak to either of them for a story this week? Oh, God, that's just typical, slimy, icky, just, oh, God, you just, just they're just cunts. Just typical New York City cunts. And I don't even mean that. There's no gender to that. Aside. Because you've got a bunch of males and females and that just act like this, just very prickly. Oh, my little delicacies, they're hurt. Sheila, I do not recall, this is from Fauci, getting a request from you. I'm completely swamped. So it may have just gotten buried. I apologize. I'm most likely locked into the White House where we must give up our phones. And so it makes it very difficult. I talk to Francis all the time. If you still have blah, blah, blah. Basically, he sits there. Oh, I'm so sorry. I need I need more. I need more attention. I need more attention. Oh, oh, oh. This is a damaging one from Dr. Fauci to Christian G. Anderson. So, this one is about... Thanks, he, he said... Christian says to Dr. Fauci, Thanks for sharing... There was a I guess there was an article or something like that. Let's see if we can find the uh, the full little rundown. Oh, basically that email talks about you know the or not the origins of the outbreak, but it looks extremely suspicious. We have a good team lined up to look very critically at this, the genome thing, the one I referred to a couple of minutes ago about it looking engineered. So we should know much more about this at the end of the weekend. It should mention after this discussions, the discussions today with Eddie, Bob, and Mike, and myself, all find the genome inconsistent with expectations from evolutionary theory. Okay, so that's an important phrase in this email. And myself, all find the genome inconsistent with expectations from evolutionary theory, meaning the genome of the supposed coronavirus does not look like it made an evolutionary jump from bats to humans. In other words, it was engineered. That's what this email is saying. And then all Fauci says is, thanks, Christian. Talk soon on the call. What that means, what this mafia member is trying to do, is he's trying to strong-arm people to get on message. I don't want any resistance. I don't want any questioning. Here's what we have to do, and this is the line of questioning you're going to give us. By the way, speaking of questioning, Jen Psaki, Biden's press secretary, today, after all of these emails dropped, do you know how many questions she got about Dr. Fauci? She got zero questions. Zero questions. That goes to prove to you that the media is in on all of this. The media, the Washington press corps, is in cahoots with the conspiracy. This is a conspiracy, without a doubt. When you've muzzled journalists, well, are there any journalists anymore? I'm more of a journalist than 99% of the people you see on TV. And I'm just an idiot with a microphone. When you have all of these people that refuse to ask questions, that refused to do actual digging throughout the past year and a half, that is collusion. That is conspiracy because they're covering up. They don't want you to know all of this stuff. All of this stuff. Another huge email that I'm not going to read because I'm already 35 minutes into this. Another huge email goes through all, all 
a very well-respected guy, goes through all of these examples of, of how China is covering up the real numbers. And we find out that all Dr. Fauci responds with is, too long for me to read. That's, that's all he says. Too long for me to read. But if you read it, you also find out what they're using to counter all of this. Meaning what they are using to stop the spread. You find out that they're using things like hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, and something else I can't pronounce. I'll get to it in a little bit. But here's another one. Here's another one. Emails from Kai Kuperschmidt. I assume a, a German. Kai, this is from Dr. Fauci. Error in my statement to you. I meant to say that most transmissions occur from someone who is symptomatic, not asymptomatic. I am really tired. Not much sleep these days. This is from February 4th of 2020. Why, gosh, Dr. Fauci, what made your tune change so that everybody is spreading. Everybody is a transmitter of a virus. Who got into your ear to get on message? Disgusting. Disgusting. Here's what I was talking about. Dr. Josh Bacon. Bacon. I don't know. He sends this long, long email to Dr. Fauci and some other broad. I have suggestions for three potent antiviral agents. By the way, April 8th, 2020. Cheap, readily available, that may prevent viral shedding. No viral shedding, no infectivity. The concept is that everyone should be taking these items. Two of these items also positively affect hemi-binding. I don't know what that is. COVID-19 bonds to hemi or hemi, I don't know, causing O2 desaturation lung failure and death by the way for everyone out there dr ba josh bacon 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 whatever he is not a fan of the oxford comma because he did not use a comma between lung failure and death so he doesn't know how to write anyway gives his whole bio here you can find me on google here's a link i'm from 1980 blah 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 whatever so on and so forth first drug he recommends chloroquine chloroquine second drug he recommends is a C. Uh, oh man, I can't pronounce this. N. Acetylestein. I don't. I don't know. Sounds Jewish to me. The third drug he recommends is ivermectin, the antiparasitic drug. These are all things that I knew. These are all things that I referenced. Everything. Everything that I referenced. It is there. They knew about it since day one. But for some reason, they don't want you to take it. They also find out, they alluded to it, I don't have it in front of me, that China was using hydroxychloroquine the whole time. And Russia was buying it from the Chinese. Which is why you didn't have all of these positive COVID cases. It certainly makes you think. Certainly makes you think. That there's something else going on here. Dr. Fauci gets another email from Hugh Achenloss. It's essential, this is Dr. Fauci, that we speak this AM. Keep your cell on, blah, blah, blah. You will have tasks today that must be done. Basically, we find out that Hugh is the bag man, and he is basically saying, you're going to have to cover up a lot of bullshit with this, so your tasks must be done. And there's another email. And it, this is all technical stuff. Basically, it is saying from Adam Gartner to Dr. Fauci, th and this is it. This is how the virus was created. Intervirion fusion. Basically, you read through this whole thing, a whole bunch of big old words, HIV in the virus, out it goes. That's what it is summed up as. And this stuff just goes on and on and on. And here we go. Here's some more stuff. I mean, I can't begin to tell you how much of this is coming out. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, I have a... Um, see, this is the thing with live radio. You just 
you just do things off the fly sometimes. Just off the fly. Dr. Fauci, this is from Christina Cassetti. I'm a Cornell medical student. I'm an associate professor of dermatology, blah, blah, blah. We have the following. We have been following the coronavirus pandemic closely and a few days ago became alarmed at the news that the Chinese government is sterilizing their paper money from Hubei province. We think that there is a possibility that the virus is released from the lab. We would like to discuss this with you further. We also think that the virus may be complex with another organism such as a yeast or a fungus in this case it turned out to be hiv to make it more sticky uh yeast or fungus by the way also rumored to be the source of cancer so all of these anti-cancer drugs which or i should say all these drugs that are suddenly finding a use like ivermectin and uh hydroxychloroquine with cancer patients now you know why uh please contact alexander blah 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 and Dr. Fauci, only emails, please handle. Basically, cover it up. We have to go with the narrative with this is from nature. This is an evolutionary jump. This is not from a lab. This is not from my illegal uh, research that I was told to stop. This is from uh, evolution. This is from animal to whatever. Okay, so Dr. Fauci continues. ATO from actually this is redacted so we don't know who this is from uh thank you for your note we will know soon whether or not hydroxychloroquine has any beneficial effects as the results of randomized controlled trials are available the pathogenesis of COVID-19 is still an open question you are correct and since oxygen blah 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 ventilation appears to be key to the recovery they were emailing Dr. Fauci that ventilation is not the way to go. Oxygenation is the way to go. Oxygenation is the way to go, not ventilation. And Dr. Fauci knew hydroxychloroquine was the thing. But then you had states that went along with the orange man bad narrative that this thing is deadly. And so you had states like New York and I think California completely ban the use of hydroxychloroquine when they knew that it would work and they knew that it was cheap. So why were they promoting experimental vaccines on the American public without any testing being done? Why did this happen? These, an these questions must be answered. Why did you force this upon the populations of this planet? There was another email. Now, this is from Michael Liu. Now, I'm not going to read this whole thing. It's kind of lengthy. Essentially, Michael Liu is from China. China. Dr. Wenhong Zhang has become famous in China's war against COVID. He's essentially the Chinese version of Dr. Fauci. And that's what they, you know, that's what they refer to him. Director of the Infectious Disease Department of Kuaishan Hospital in Shanghai. According to Dr. Zhang's video, COVID-19 can be prevented by three measures. Basically, what they promote in this email is exactly what they did in the United States. Wear masks, wash hands, keep social distancing. It reads as marching orders to Dr. Fauci. And this was on March 17th, 2020. Michael, thank you for your note. We indeed have learned much from our Chinese colleagues. I appreciate your bringing these issues to our attention. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but if you do read it, it's word for word exactly what he did, what Dr. Fauci did in the United States. Word for word. So who was telling who what to do? This is extremely disturbing. Extremely disturbing. How can this be possible? Who is coordinating all of these efforts here? Why is this happening? Maybe, just maybe, something else is going on here. Another email, NIAD doesn't have ongoing trials with chloroquine, and I heard that such trials are being conducted in China. So Dr. Fauci knew that they were conducting hydroxychloroquine uh, tests in China. Another email, Dr. Richard Hajdu from somewhere, I think from the Czech Republic. Yes, from the Czech Republic. He came up 
with a cure against COVID-19 on February 2nd, 2020. Virus can be destroyed within 12 hours. Gives its credentials, gives an email address to a link to his bio and everything else. Dr. Fauci completely ignores the email. Completely ignores the email. The crux of all of this that I'm getting at is is the following. There is going to be a reckoning here. And it is not going to be pleasant to a lot of people because a lot of people truly believed this. I mean, there's more. It's just count. I'm not going to go into anymore. You get the idea of where I'm going with this. There are countless people out there that have become one with this COVID-19 nonsense. Then there are people like us on the last call caravan that actually know how to perform critical thinking. And we kind of have this intuition, some people may call it a bullshit meter, that is very, very sensitive to all of this. So we don't trust a lot of people, especially when it comes from the government or the mainstream media. So we're a little jaundiced. We're a little jaded here. What these emails reveal is that one, everything that Dr. Fauci has told us to do through gray speak, through vagaries, so that no matter what he said, these governors can run with it and clamp down however they see fit, like Michigan, New York, California. Everything he did was unnecessary. The masks, useless. People knew since March of 2020 that hydroxychloroquine worked. He knew it. They knew that ivermectin worked. It, Ivermectin only made headlines last week because the Indians, not, not, not Native American, but actual Indians from the Indian subcontinent, they were using, are using Ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine to stop the spread of coronavirus. By the way, coronavirus didn't explode in India until they went on a mass vacci vaccination campaign. And there were actually articles that came out. Why isn't India being affected by COVID-19? We must do something about it. We better give them vaccines. And then lo and behold, boom, skyrocketing corona cases until they introduced ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. All of it went away. Now you don't hear anything about India at all. They knew from day one what they had to do to stop this. And on top of it, it wasn't that deadly. I don't want to hear the numbers. Oh, look at the death count. I will refer you to the flu numbers. I will refer you to the people that died from motorcycle accidents, but on their death certificate, it says coronavirus death so that the hospital can get an additional 40 grand from the federal government. What else is useless? Masks don't work. Social distancing, nonsense. Hydroxychloroquine, all that stuff worked. There's even an email in there that talks about how you disinfect surfaces and everything else by using ultraviolet light. Do you remember when Trump brought that up and all of the news media outlets and all of the people with your bachelor's and master's and PhD? Oh, how ridiculous is Trump? Trump is just a slack-jawed yokel. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's not a scientist. We have to trust the science. Turns out it was true, and Dr. Fauci knew about it. Why do you think Trump brought it up? Trump would not have brought it up unless Trump knew about the email from Dr. Fauci. So what all of this means is we potentially have a huge Nuremberg 2.0 style court case coming up with Dr. Fauci's ass on the line. It's Wednesday, might as well say Thursday. Dr. Fauci probably won't make it until Monday. He may, but he probably won't make it until Monday. He'll probably step down. I've done my job. I'm stepping down. But the bigger question is, 
how many organizations were involved in this, how many of them knew, how many of these governors knew all of this information and did what they did anyway. This economy didn't need to be shut down. Nobody needed to take a vaccine. Nobody needed that gene therapy platform inoculation. Not one person. Not one person. And all of this stuff, all of these emails, well, not all of them, but a lot of them, they show the money trail from Dr. Fauci to Dazric, whatever the hell his name is, Dazric, who ran EcoHealth, who funneled the money to Wuhan. Essentially, Dr. Fauci was continuing illegally his coronavirus studies. This is, this is beyond escapable. No one can escape from this. Dr. Fauci is not going to get away with this. We need to start holding a lot of these people's feet to the fire because what they did to this country is un- beyond unacceptable. It's outrageous what they did to this country. And you still, you still, I mean, I know people. Oh, I'm smart. I went to co- I went to co- I have a master's degree. All of, a lot of these people, a lot of these Democrats, they still believe the piety of Dr. Fauci. They still, oh, Dr. Fauci was the best that we had. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. He knew how to stop this from day one. And he didn't do it because he had another agenda. And that agenda involved whatever this inoculation is, plus getting Orange Man bad out of office because Dr. Fauci is a Democrat. Dr. Fauci doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about the American public. He cares about the people that make his bank account fatter. And those people were aligned with others from the Democrat Party, from the Never Trump Party. Watch out for those people. Those people are out too. And also not NGOs and other countries that have the Democrats and other Republican Republicans like, uh, what's his face? Mitch McConnell in their pocket. Hello, China. I'm looking at you. So we're in for some interesting times here. I brought that up last time. We had Mercury in retrograde. We had Schumann resonance off the chart. This is just the beginning. Just the beginning. And we are in for some exciting times. Holy cow, it's 52 minutes. This is the last call podcast with Chris Michaels. That's it for tonight. That's enough. I'm going to be back tomorrow. Obviously, it's another day. We do this four days a week, except this may be a short week because of Memorial Day. You can listen to me on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and whatever else. Please like, please share. And who knows? Maybe we're going to come out with some merchandise. How fun would that be with my beautiful sayings? That's it for me. This is Chris Michaels, and you've been listening to Last Call with Chris Michaels.